Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Drunk's Beer Review with my co-host, Ty, and myself, Coach Ray Z. What's going on, Ty? Oh, yes. And today, uh, Ty, I invited Julian, uh, who is my buddy, and he actually went out and got beer so we can get some participation. I'm excited. I just wanted to participate. Well, cool. So your friend Julian, did he pick up some Sierra Nevada? Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I did. Perfect. <laughs> nice. I know. So, well, welcome to the show. Uh, this is uh, your first time, I think, on Fireside as well. And uh, uh, I actually met him through uh, the running community. So thank you for everybody listening in on the stream and in the audience. Uh, basically, uh, <clears throat> this show is about working out. Uh, we like to run a lot, so we call it drunks, emphasis on the R-U-N. And uh, we like to talk about if you worked out today, if you did, how was your workout? And then from there, as we're talking about that, we review beer. And uh, today I met, uh, I invited Julian, who's, uh, I met him through a run club, actually, the Claremont Trotters. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, Ty is actually uh, local to the area right there, Julian, but uh, he's never run run with us yet. But uh, he's one day to catch our, our beer runs. Uh, Julian, uh, what type of beer did you get today? I just got the original handcrafted ale, Sierra Nevada, went with the old school one, the one that started it all. Oh, good. Perfect. That's good because yeah. that's the one that, that I didn't want to review. So that's perfect that you bring that to the table because I have two ones I've never tried. And Ray, have you tried the two that you uh, brought on the show? No, actually, I never have. I'll, I'll pull them out right now so you can take a look. And perfect. Hey, so Julian, and... you're from Claremont. Um, do you are you familiar with Claremont Craft Ales? Oh yeah, I'm they make some really good awesome. beer, bro. My favorite, my favorite beer is that the 70 miles route. It's, it's an amazing yeah. beer. Yeah, I know that beer. It's a really, really good beer. I've drinking many of them, probably too many <laughs> of them. Uh, yeah, it's really good, man. So, what kind of runner are you, a marathoner? Yeah, no, not quite. Uh, no, I just do like small runs to stay in shape. Uh, I'm like a five miler. So, okay. what's that? A 10K or roughly? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm almost a 10K, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, that's I'm cool. Hey, hey, running right. is running, no matter how many miles you put in. It's about the love of the run, you know? It's about the love of the beer after the run. It's about just staying, staying in shape. That's how I feel about it. It's not about the mileage. And the other reason I brought him on as well is because he has his own podcast, so, you know, he can tell us about it as well. And so I knew he wouldn't be shy to come up here and and talk to us about the beer. This is the first beer that I got. It's a 6.7 Sierra Nevada, and it's a hazy little, little things IPA, which I've never had. And then the second one that I got for today's review, this is the the Sierra Nevada Big Little Things Imperial IPA. And this one is a nice 9%. So uh, I'm looking forward to trying both of these. What was the so, hazy little thing? That was 7.4, you said? Uh, 6.7. So it, 6. it's also 7. pretty nice and strong as well. I've yeah, never had it. But the Big Brother sounds a little bit stronger. I wonder how they uh, – I'm curious about how, uh, the, uh, the taste variation between the happiness and everything. Yeah, that'll be the grand finale, and uh, I actually didn't have time. Well, I didn't research these two particular beers. I just kind of researched the company as a whole a little bit. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I I saw a little bit of an interview with a 
the original brewer. I, I can't remember his name, but he was an interesting guy. Yeah, I don't remember his name either, but I did hear about, you know, I think, you know, I think when we did the Stone uh, Brewery, I was thinking about two craft, craft brews. But Sierra Nevada, they take it back to 1980, 1980. That's like OG. Like, I never gave him their, like, the, the respect that they deserve. This guy was trying to do that way back when. And he basically wanted to bring a, a, a quality brew to America when that wasn't the thing. It was all about Budweiser, Coors Light, Miller Light. You know, not saying it's not a bad beer or anything like that, but it just didn't have the quality hops that these the new beers, that these new craft breweries that are, that are understanding that um, that makes a really, really solid quality uh, beer. So he's one of the first. Like Sierra Nevada is, I was so interested in what I heard. They're a really good company. And they're very, very particular about the uh, quality of the beer and the process. And, and um, the guy, the owner, and again, I forgot his name as well. He started, He was a chemist. I mean, this is an educated man. And I love that fact that you get these stories about educated men that say, hey, I love brewing beer. And I want to, instead, instead of whatever career I could have had, I want to do this, you know? <laughs> kind of cool. Oh, that, that, that's interesting. Uh, I wonder if we saw the same thing because uh, I saw I heard a different kind of like perspective of him. He was talking about him being uh, young and being uh, married and having a kid, and it was he was in his twenties and brewing beer was making him about fifty dollars a day, which basically even at that time for your, think about you know you and your wife and the kid, it's just not enough money. So he was thinking about opening up or working at a bike shop, and he decided. He said he kind of went with his gut feeling and he went with the brewery. But uh, yeah. he said he did have an IPA back like in 1981, but didn't he really did. call it an, an IPA. It was like a special edition collection or something. Because yeah, it was called the collection, the Sierra Nevada Collect Collective. Some sort of very limited release because some sort of, he said, ingredient was illegal back then. I can't remember which one, but it was, no one uh, really got arrested for it. It was the Mosaic, I believe. I think and, so. No, it wasn't actually. I, I, I don't. I don't want. I'll, I don't want to paraphrase anything. But it was. Yeah, he did talk about that, and he did name his daughter Sierra. <laughs> I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, he did. He named his daughter Sierra, and his daughter the first six months of her life that it was in the brewery, and he did have the option to open up a bike shop because he was a mechanic at a bike shop, just to make ends meet. To um, when he was starting to make his uh, pale ale his product is his number one and he had to make ends meet. So he worked at a bike shop and as a mechanic. And so we had a choice. Should I open up my own bike shop or should I just try this brewery thing? And no one gave him the money for it. Everyone was like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea, but we just can't, it's just too risky. And he went through that for years. Um, so that's 1980 when it came out and it had small success uh, up North. Even one of the restaurants in the Berkeley in the Berkeley area, where Berkeley uh, colleges, they had a one restaurant that actually uh, bottled that kegged their their beer consistently. But again, even after that, no one was willing to give them money to expand. Remember back in the day before craft brews, what what was it called? Remember what they called them? Microbreweries. Oh yeah. So they never liked that name, microbrewery, just because you know think about where they're at, the area they're in the. Microsoft 
Apple computer world and they never wanted to be like confused with some kind of computer terminology. And that's why he, he it's funny, he said, I hated that. I hated that term because of that, you know, or what do you think, Silicon Valley, right? So anyway, even though this came out in 1980, it wasn't until 1987, 1988, where Sierra Nevada actually took off, which is interesting. I'm about pouring my beer as we speak. Yeah, Julian, uh, I actually wanted to ask you since you're here, and thank you for coming on. I appreciate you Cheers. coming on. Can um, I get video or no? Is that only? No, that? unfortunately, we only have option for two for now, and oh, everything okay. else That's is all like, right. I got all dressed up, man, for nothing. Oh man, <laughs> what are you rocking? <laughs> we got to know. I'm in my I'm in my gym clothes still. <laughs> all right. So actually, uh, before we get into uh, if you worked out today, I wanted to uh, give you the opportunity to plug your podcast and and what's it about? Oh yeah, oh, sure, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, it's called Just the Tips with Austin and Julian. It's a comedy self help podcast where we take tips, tricks, and life hacks from the internet and then filter it through our degenerate brains and regurgitate it into our listeners' ears. And <laughs> we basically use it as uh, jumping off points just to talk shit to each other. It's uh, me and my best friend, Austin, that I've known for, I don't even know how many years at this point, at least 20. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it, we do it about one every two weeks. We're at about episode 60. You can get them on any iTunes, Spotify, anything like that. And yeah, it's a good podcast, man. I think if anyone wants to give it a listen, you'll definitely get at least a laugh or two and you might learn a thing or two. That sounds interesting to me. Very cool. <laughs> Thanks, man. So. All right. Uh, so uh, today, before I try this beer, I'm going to say. Nice, I, nice I, mug, by the way. Is that a new one? No, no, it's the same one. Is it the same but one? I, you know what? Now, since we're talking about it, I like the color of the beer. It's a it's a nice color, not too dark. Um, but I did not work well. I didn't really work out today. I've been pretty lazy overall since LA Marathon. Kind of chill because uh, LA Marathon's around the corner right right away in another ninety days. So I'm really uh, using till December first to really start all over again, the whole training method. Me too. So, <laughs> so I've been kind of slacking like I never have before, and it feels pretty good. David Goggins would be ashamed of me. Yeah, me too, bro. It's funny that you say that, and I'm glad to hear from you, someone that's such a badass. I've been slacking out this whole time. You, you know what I've been dealing with. Uh, anyone that's listening knows what I've been dealing with. So it's been going on and on and on. And uh, my last workouts have been just – um, home improvement shit, you know, just just um, uh, backyard patio stuff and just home improvement stuff like garage, cutting out the garage. You guys can't see it, just no reason, but I'm in the garage. But yeah, that's all it's been because of, of my knee pain that I've had, you know, a couple months back. And it's not, that hasn't stopped me. It's just life kind of just said, hey, you know what? It's not time for a hour run right now. It's just you have other things to do. So I've been physically active, but not like I ever had in my life. Like, you know, I started the first six months running at least six days a week for at least an hour to this one month hiatus of just not so much, you know, except for just physical, you know, work. 
So yeah, I'm glad that you're down to go back to December first because that's kind of like that's my date. That's where I'm. That's where I'm getting gearing towards, and I look forward to it because um, I'm excited to get back. And I don't feel out of shape at all. Again, we know um, we uh, we earn our beers, and uh, we do it in other ways. You don't have to necessarily do it just by running, right? Uh, that, right. I I completely agree, and I'm gonna say this beer is a very good tasting. I was expecting it to be somewhat bitter. You know, and for a 6.7, very smooth. There's a good color to it. Yeah. So far, uh, I got nothing nothing bad to say about this one at all. Those, the hazies, I don't know what it is. I've had that one before. It's, it's very good. Um, there's something about the haziness in them. It's like some of the unfiltered particles in there that – cut the bitterness of an IPA down substantially. So I always find the hazies to be easier to drink, even though a lot of times they have a higher alcohol percentage than just your regular old IPA. Um, and I think it has something to do with that unfiltered uh, matter that is in it. It absorbs some of that bitterness and takes the edge off. Does it have anything to do with like fruit? It, are the hazies always affiliated with some kind of fruit content or am I wrong? I think they are associated with flavors, but I don't know that they necessarily have fruit in them. Like I know there's yeah. like a Citra IPA, which has kind of like a citrusy flavor to it. Exactly. Um, Citra being my favorite, but yeah, hazy not necessarily. But for some reason, the the, the hazy seem to be a little bit fruity. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm not a brewer, so I can't tell you what goes into a hazy versus what doesn't. Um, but I you're on the right show. You're on the right show, brother. We're not <laughs> we guess we guess at everything that we talk about, and sometimes we get people that like that can really talk about what they know. But for the most part, we just kind of like if we like the taste, we go with it. <laughs> Sounds good, we, man. We literally learn something new every week, and then when the show's over, we don't retain it. Nice. That's the way to do it, man. Just yes. life. Yeah. 90% true. I think, I think we retain like 10% of it, right? At least. I, I think I do. At least maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, uh, I, doing, I went from you, not even appreciating IPAs from the start of the show to I'm um, just an IPA man, period. So that's a lot. Yeah. Our show has uh, like developed my, my, my palate a lot. Wow. What did you well, start off with? Uh, it's not about starting off with. Um, as far as a, a good beer, for me, a Heffenweizen was it. Like a good, nice half would, would always make my day. Uh, whether it's a Bison step in or just like even a normal uh, fat tire or a, or a Hanger 24 orange wheat was a good one. But my but my house brew was honestly a Bud, Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I haven't touched those in like since the show started. Honestly, I have not bought a, a 18 pack since then. Look at you, man. Yeah, Moving I know. Up. It's a good runner's beer, though. It's light. It's cool. It's effective. It was really good, but I, and my my taste has just developed, evolved. You know, I'm a much better, a much better place where I like respectfully enjoy a good crafted beer now and understand what it takes to make a good crafted beer. Nice man. And That's... I was I was gonna say, uh, Ty, why don't you bust out your beer? And uh, Julian, I want to ask you the, that beer you got, that original one. What is the alcohol percentage of that one? Uh, I don't even know if they listed on this one. It, it, they um, do. It's a 5.6. I was very, very curious. Uh, oh, really? It's a 5.6 all these years. It's a pretty damn, yeah, the alcohol volume is pretty good for a regular beer. 
Yeah. That's just that, that, that green one, the most yep. popular one, right? Exactly. Sierra Nevada yep. Pale Ale, the original yeah. one. It's a 5.6. Yeah. Yeah, it's 5.6. I just mm-hmm. found it. It's written in very small print on the back of the label. Yes. All the Sierra Nevada uh, bottles, because I got the variety pack, they're all written in small print on the back of the label. And uh, that being said, let me break out mine. And uh, Julian, did you uh, work out today? I did. Oh, yeah? Well, what would you do today? Uh, I did a sled pull. I did uh, some back squats. Um, some good mornings, um, a hyper, a set of hypers, uh, the reverse hyper. Yeah. Reverse hyper. Thank you. Yeah. I'm still learning all my terminology. Uh, Uh, no problem. That's not a common machine. I don't think most gyms don't have it. And most people have never even heard of it. Yeah. 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 And then did some, uh, standing ab, uh, whatever those are with the stretchy band and uh oh and some uh walking walking squats which would kick my ass and uh how's your uh, shoulder doing dude i'm in the clear on december 1st according to my doctor i can go back to 100 percent. i've been gradually building up weight and everything um but i've been avoiding some exercises that he said i should do like deadlifts um, anything that puts a lot of strain on the shoulder, but he said December first comes, I can go do whatever I want and return back to normal. So I'm real excited. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So, what type of sled pulls are you doing then? Uh so this one was just with, around my waist, pulling the sled. You know, oh, okay. Just like a warm up for the legs with some weights yeah. on the sleds. No, that that that's good then. You're you're on your way and. That that beer you poured right there looked pretty dark. What, what beer? Uh, yeah, this is, is a Dankful IPA. A what? Oh, wow. Dankful? Dankful, like dank. Dankful mm-hmm. IPA. I've never it heard is, of that. It is. It no. It was. Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised. I went to Bedmo for the first time before this and everything. Um, I was at Home Depot, so it was convenient. It was right right next door. But this uh, point I was about to go to Bedmo today. I didn't think. Yeah, they had it. It took a while to get it because I had to get it in a, a non-refrigerated section. But seven, seven, seven point four percent, thankful, generously hoppy. So, um, description is a better tomorrow is why we brew thankful a, a resinous West Coast style. There we go with the West Coast style IPA that stands up for social equality, economic well-being, and environmental protection. What I've learned from West Coast IPA so far is they tend to be super hoppy, and this kind of just lets you know that it is super hoppy. So I'm curious to see if I like it. You know, from no, it doesn't. I doubt it. I mean, that's a whole different. That's a whole different podcast. Yeah. Well, that'll be. uh, We're working on that one. Although, yeah, I mean, everything's going to be legal soon. But uh, yeah. I, I heard that um, uh, what the hell is that one called? God damn it! I'm blanking on the name of the brewery. They just opened a large brewery in Azusa, and it's one of the oh, biggest. Lagunitas. Yeah, Lagunitas. I heard they have a, a beer with THC in it. I haven't tried it myself, but I heard they're they're developing one. Lagunita. That one in Azusa. It it they closed it down for some reason. We we were. Uh... 
We need to do an investigation, a live investigation. Drunk yeah. go live. <laughs> that was exciting because it was right next to Costco. So you can literally do your Costco thing, you know, and just like go to Lagunitas, have a couple beers. And then they, maybe go to Costco, go back to Costco and spend another five hundred on four items, you know. <laughs> Did they? They had a little concert. Just... They had a concert like to kick it off, and then that was the last thing. After that, they just like yeah, aban- abandoned the whole the whole like facility. I went true. to a concert there too, but I was I wasn't sure if they abandoned the whole facility or just the the tasting room. No, the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. So they're not brewing there at all. Yeah, which is so weird. Like, why would you spend so much money building it, promoting it, and then just gone? And yeah, I I, I can't find a clear answer. No, really. You tried it and you haven't found anything yet? Because they were supposed to be the largest uh, IPA brewery in the West Coast with that one. And I think that was going to be their largest facility. And I think there's still a sign up that says coming soon for the like for the tap I think, or the brand. Yeah, I, I think that's old. Uh, so man. I noticed there was one more of these, uh, pink, but they didn't they didn't have it. But I've never had the pink one and I don't know if it's stronger. There's a purple, uh well, what do you what do you call it? It's aqua. And then they yeah. have a, like a pink one. Yeah. That's good. This like- one this um this dankful IPA is good. I've um it's good. It's uh it's kind of it's not overwhelmingly hoppy, but it's kind of basic in flavor, to be honest. I'm not real impressed with it at the same time, I will finish it. Um yeah, it's 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 kind of like you know, I've been trying some really good beer lately and you know, talking about Claremont Craft Ells and uh before with Julian. Yeah, it's 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 good, but it's just okay to me. It's like t- uh, the, the, it's not really that. It's I don't know. I hope the other beer is better. You know, uh, on my other show on here on Fireside Athletic Definition, I, I realize why I know the name Chico. I have listeners in the city of Chico, so whoever's listening, thank you, appreciate it. If you got any hookups with uh, Sierra Nevada. Let them know we're doing about a show about them, and uh, we can do future episodes regarding uh, Sierra Nevada. Please chime in, yeah. And, and anyone from the Chico area, is, are there other breweries out there? Now, I know since 1980, there's probably like what 800 more breweries in Chico. So let us know about them as well, you know. And uh, I love the history of Sierra Nevada. Uh, uh, researching it today, so I'm I'm not. I want to. I want my next beer. I try. I'm. I'm I, I could be wrong. I am gonna try it. But I think I saw some documentary a while back on how a lot of rich people like to try and disappear, flying over Sierra Nevada, and they think they're like faking the their their deaths so that they can't be found. But I guess a lot of people get lost over those mountains. It's something kind of common. So that's like a little, like I don't know, ghost little thing to it. That's kind like of the Bermuda Triangle of the West. Yeah, that <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I heard. The what would you call it? Bermuda Triangle of the West. Yeah. yeah I've heard that. Of, of the Sierra oh. Sierra Nevada Mountains. Yeah, I've never heard that. Okay, that's crazy. Neither. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that either. Yeah. I, there's a 
you know, I'm a, I'm a big uh, YouTube guy. I, I don't pay for regular TV, but I watch a lot of YouTube, and uh, there's some good shows on YouTube, actually. Of course, yeah, I watch YouTube all the time, man. It's infinite it's content. Imagine in, like, 10 years how much content would be on YouTube because anyone could literally just upload their stuff. I but remember Ray, do you remember Ray, like we went to like to the projects and I dunked in the hood. <laughs> I can watch that today. And that was like 10 years but ago. <laughs> mo- most people will put up like one video and that's it. But like to continuously do it, it's, it's, it's work, you know? Oh yeah, yeah it is. I was, I saw like a, like a bar of how much money you can make on YouTube I believe it was like seven thousand makes you seventy. Seventy thousand makes you seven hundred. Seven hundred thousand makes you like on and on and on. I was like, I wonder how true that is because hmm, you know. Well, what's up? That's cool. Just like well, do what you like to do and just make some money. First, you need a thousand subscribers. So if anybody wants to help me uh, get to the thousand subscribers, you can go to Coach Razy YouTube or Athletic Definition YouTube. Then after that. You need to have, I think it's 5,000 hours of watch time. Wow. So people, yeah, and I have uh, like five hours of watch time. And, oh, uh, you're almost so there. I think, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, and then there's only two more qualifications. I got those. But the subscribers and watch time, the watch time will come with the videos, you know. But subscribers, I don't know. They're all finicky. Like you could tell your people. I watch the YouTube channels all the time. They're like, subscribe, like. And I'm like, do people really listen to that? I'm like, do I really have to tell people to like and subscribe? Don't you know that that's how, like, people that are doing free content, like, kind of, like, make a living? Like, wouldn't you support them anyways and subscribe if you like the content they're doing? I would say no, because that's, you would think that's, you think that would be this common sense. But at the same time, you're just watching something. You may have just, you know, fell down a rabbit hole and just saw it and like, okay, that's cool. Without understanding or caring that they can make money if you just click those two buttons, right? And people don't do it that generally. I think also, you say that. What's that, Julie? No, go ahead. Finish. I didn't mean no, yeah. Uh, I know it because my kids. There's like one show in particular um, that my kids watch all the time. And they're called, it's called The Royalty Family. It's a cool ass, like rich family from like um, out here. I forgot Bel Air. Where they, I don't know where they live, but it's like a, a a dude, his wife, and his two kids, or his one son, excuse me, and their two dogs. And it's actually entertaining. It's one thing that I allow my kids to watch because it's like it's actually family geared, and it's not a bad show. Like there's never profanity. They're always doing things with the family. It's like it's actually wholesome and pure even though they get into like their little shenanigans or whatever. And um, that generates, I forgot what it was. My wife said it the other day, like a hundred million followers or something like that. Like crazy, like something, I forgot what it was. It's like, just like that. And and they don't say at the end, hey, press, press the subscribe button. They don't have to do that anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, but my point is the kids are watching it. So if kids know how to do it, adults should too, you know, to your point. But at the same time, you don't necessarily know that, right? I started watching some uh, show on YouTube. It's called The Food Theory. 
And uh, I guess it's been out for quite a few years, like eight years total. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm just getting into the loop. I, I, he came out with Film Theory, some other channel, and now he has Food Theory. Oh, it, Film Theory first, now Food Theory? Oh, I think he, he started off with video games, then he went to film, and now he uh-huh. has Food Theory. But it's all That's Film Theory, Food Theory. Yeah, it, he covers uh, interesting topics like uh, Scooby-Doo's an alien or, uh, you know. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't skip over that. I know. You can't yada, yada, yada that. What do you mean, <laughs> Scooby-Doo's he, an alien? He's a, like a, he's one of these theorists, researcher guys. And Firestar was asking, like, what creators would you like to see on here? I'm like, that's one creator I'd like to see on here. Uh, he, he just – he does all these uh, crazy things like, uh, you know, Scars, a rightful king. And then uh, when it comes to, like, food conspiracies, he ate a Christmas tree. And he, he just does all these different things that, you know, you wonder about. Like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, like, I mean, just yeah. for, like, the origin of Christmas itself? No, he actually ate a Christmas tree. Like he, he heard he like the whole thing. He oh, tried it different ate, ways. I thought you said hate the Christmas tree. He ate no. Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He ate a Christmas tree. He's, he's he's got a lot. He's got like ten million on each channel, so I'm sure he's well known. I'm interested in that. That sounds like did, a good. How, what did he think of the Christmas tree? Did he find a way of cooking? It was horrible. Was, in each did? way, him and his wife uh, ate it or tried it. It was horrible. Tea, uh, straight, raw. I forget. They ate it every way possible that's edible. Like, and he said uh, it was... In a tea? Yeah. Like how? Like a, like a tea form? What? Like uh, a what, ranch? On a salad? Like, like... It, uh, Actually, you know what? And it's funny because I, I, I just remember the tea and the rest I don't remember. And I've seen it a couple of times, actually. There was a tea then. Yeah, but but oh, he has okay. a couple episodes where I'm like, oh, well, I could take the information from here and kind of reference it because I think he he didn't really he hasn't done one on alcohol, but he kind of had to reference alcohol. <clears throat> so it, it was pretty interesting what he brought up. And then uh, there's one other guy that likes to give out money, so I'm like, oh, I'd like to see him on Fireside. Maybe give give a chance to the creators out out here to win some money. Yeah, He's on YouTube. Sure. He's Mr. Pete, I think. He's really He's pretty famous. I, he's a video game guy, which basically means I don't know who he is. Yeah. I know there's one guy that used to give out money. He's like a Latino. I believe it was in L.A. And he used to just like go to like McDonald's and pick up like a gang of just like Happy Meals or whatever. And just like a whole carload and then give it to like go, go to. Um, yeah, it was L.A. because he used to go to um, to um, um, Skid Row. And like, here you go. Here's Happy Meals, cheeseburgers, 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 like that. I'm not sure what the value of it. I'm sure he made more of it because he did, he would just do it. Like he'd floss in his like whatever Range Rover or whatever, and just give out a bunch of people. Just give out the homeless just ha- Happy Meals. I I imagine like if I was like, homeless and uh, you throw a slide of cheeseburger and fries my way from McDonald's, I'd be pretty happy, <laughs> you know. No, this, this guy he. Oh, sorry, Julian, but uh, this guy, he'd be like, all right, if you throw a football and catch it for like, I'll give you a dollar for every time you catch it without dropping it. And then when you got to a certain amount of money, I'll give you dub- double or nothing for 5000 Or What? He'll pick, he'll pick 10 people and be like, all right, last person to take the hand off a Lamborghini gets Lamborghini. Uh, <laughs> what, wow. What's Lamborghini? A, oh, a Lamborghini. Gets a, gets a Lamborghini? Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll oh, do all oh, kinds no, of like. I didn't see that one, no. 
No, this guy, he'll do like all kinds of money, crazy stunts. I, I don't know who funds him, but he, he has a lot of money because he, he spends it all. He's like, all right, if you do this, I'll, do, and people will be like, okay, and they'll do it. That's pretty cool. I see, I see a lot of content creators doing stuff like that. I think it's a, a genre of, uh, of content creators that they take, you know, objects or whatever, or people that are in need and, and do things to help them, to help them out or just give away extravagant presents to people. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where, I mean, I assume some of them are making that much money as a content creator where they're able to afford that. Others may have other means of getting them, but I've seen all kinds of crazy things be given away. I saw one where there's a homeless guy and he used to be a chef and his dream was to open his own restaurant. So the content creator brought him over and was like, hey, cook us something, cook us your favorite thing. And the guy had a recipe that he called nacho tacos. He called the what tacos? They're called nacho tacos. Nacho tacos, okay. Basically nachos in a taco shell. And I guess they were the shit. And the content creator and all his friends were like, dude, these are awesome. So then the next time he went and found that homeless guy, he rolled up in a food truck, like fully decked out with a kitchen. And he's like, this is your food truck. And he's like, what? And he said, I want to make your dreams come true. And he gave him like, it was like $60,000 or $80,000 food truck to, you know, give the guy a chance to, to pursue his dreams. And he was just like so thankful about it. It was pretty cool to see. Um, so I think there's a lot of that, you know. Okay. Like, I found, people like to see that's that. That's very cool. I found the guy and I think he's OG. I think he's like before everybody kind of doing that. His, his name is Mr. Beast. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard of him. He's got... 81.8 million subscribers on YouTube. Damn, that's a lot. Dude, yeah. Making good money then. Oh, yeah. So that's why, like, he'll go out and, like, just give out money for, like, almost every show is about him giving out money. And all you have to do to have a chance to win money is subscribe. So, of course, I'm like, I subscribed yesterday. Once I heard that, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to get subscribers. And he's probably making more than he gives away so he's he's got a good business plan there oh yeah but then the the other guy it's like him and his wife and yeah there's a lot of good entertaining shows i think that are probably like more entertaining than some of the things on tv now it's like these these creators uh have some good content yeah man there's something for everybody on youtube tiktok you name it there's fireside there's something yeah yep. fireside there's something for everybody out there. So. I think there is. I think that's why we're here. I mean, there's – come on. Who doesn't like to work out and drink beer? It's pretty – like, I mean, think about this. We can corner the market on this. Like, come on. I agree. You know, but then there's there's always the, the, the negative people who will be like, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, it's like there's always – there's always – like, and no matter what, even like what we're going through now, it's pretty uncertain times. And uh, – if you go back into history, even, you know, it doesn't really matter what point. There's always going to be people, people who succeed and people who fail in uncertain times and during times of, uh, you know, hardship for the country or countries. So you can decide what what side you want to be on. And, and it's up to you to make it happen, basically, instead of just playing the victim. Yeah, you, gotta, you can't yeah, sweat the haters, man. There's always going to be haters. 
and you just got to rise above them and ignore all that negativity and just keep on doing what you're doing and perfecting your craft. Exactly. I said, I, some memes I, like I catch that I just kind of like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I, I caught one last night, I believe. Let me see if it's here. And it's like, okay, yeah, habits you need to replace. So tell me if you guys agree with this. Cause I was like, okay, I, I, I screenshotted it for whatever reason. Porn, replace it with exercise. Netflix, replace it with sleep. Fast food, replace it with proper diet. Procrastination, replace it with action. Blaming, replace it with responsibility. Toxic friends, get a mentor. Complaining, show gratitude, have gratitude. Masturbation, deep breathing. You know, little stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it. You know, I, I'm not, you know, I don't have to do a lot of this stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, is it that? Are we in a civilization right now where we need to actually tell people this? Even though um, I'd rather choose sleep than Netflix now and fast food over a proper diet. I love proper diet because I understand what it be- how it benefits me. But at the same time, I live in and out. At the same time, I, you know. You got to have a, I don't know, a whopper every now and then. Procrastination and action. I'm both. You know, do you guys ever find that you suffer from both? Like you're both. Like I, I saw this list. I'm like both parts of the list. I'm like, oh, okay. I procrastinate, but I have action. I, I, I take action. I blame a lot, but I am responsible and on and on. So how do you become that warrior that's like 100% on that right side of this list I've been, I, was, I just read to you? And is it too much? Is it like, should you have balance? Like, I believe in just, you know, balance. Like, does it, it didn't say anything about alcohol, but like, you know, can I run 10 miles and have four beers? Or is that counterproductive? I mean, I think it's a, I think everyone's it, different. I think balance is really important, at least in my life. I think that you got to earn your fun and have your fun as well, because, if you just are all, you know, work, 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 and you don't get to enjoy yourself ever, for me, that would be a miserable state to be in. And I agree. I, I, agree. I work so I can enjoy the good times and I earn those good times so I don't have to feel guilty about it. So I balance everything out. And that way, uh, those good times are that much more enjoyable because I've put in the work and the suffering to get uh, to, to, be able to enjoy those good times that much more. I completely agree right now. And the, the reason I want to bring it up is just because like, even though I agree with it, it I, I'm not sure if I'm 100% my best self yet. So maybe, you know, we're both wrong, but I completely agree with you, Julian. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I completely agree with you. And I, I just, I, I want to be my best self at the end of the day. And I'm not sure what that entails because I do understand that balance. Yes, I do work out. Yes, I am a good father. Yes, I am a good husband. Am I the best father, best husband? Am I the best what, whatever I do? I don't know. But it's, it's I also, balance. yeah. Balance. I also feel like I feel like you could I feel like you could do the deep breathing and masturbation at the same time and just knock two out with one stone. Hey, that's the only thing I was like, you know, I don't have a problem with the deep breathing or the masturbation. I don't do either. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can somehow mix that in with that porn too, might as well. I know, right? Yeah, there you go. You can get no, no problem, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you kill two birds. 
<laughs> yeah, it's all about being productive nowadays. Yeah. yeah, man. Multitasking. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nice. Okay, so, uh, right. Julian, do you, have, do you have a second beer or did you just have the pale ale? I, I didn't know we were supposed to get more than one, so I just got no, pale no, ale. No, no, no. Well, I, have, I have other non uh, Sierra Nevada beers that I could We could do that at. next. Then. Let me get my but, next Sierra let me get my next but, one. But yeah, in the meantime, oh, uh, we haven't Did actually you, heard. How was the second one? Did we talk um, about it? I, I'm still pouring it, but uh, Julian, uh, we haven't even heard his description. And for people who have oh. never had a Sierra Nevada, uh, this ah. is this is yeah. the original one that kind of started it all off right here. So, uh, w- what do you think of it? Uh so let me give it a sip. It's been sitting, just waiting for me to sip it. So let me give it a sip. And maybe I forgot, Julian, but. Is this is this a, a Sierra, Nevada, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale? Is this something that you have drinking in the past or had a couple times? Oh yeah, so this actually, funny enough, uh, was one of the first like handcrafted beers I ever had. It might have been the first because okay. my mom used to buy this when I was in high school, and I used to sneak it out of her fridge. We always had Sierra Nevada in the fridge, so this was like one of the first handcrafted no beers I ever had. Yeah. Was, oh, it was a regular in your beer, like Budweiser in my fridge, like yeah, from my dad or Miller uh, High Life. No way. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't what I bought myself. It was just the ones I'd sneak out of my fridge when I was in high school for my mom. Um, but yeah, this is like the first fancy beer I ever had. Uh, this and Fat Tire, those are like the two that were common in my fridge. All um, day. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but this one, uh, I would drink it pretty regularly once I like started getting a, a taste for like handcrafted beers. But then once I switched to IPAs, I kind of steered away from it, but I did, I did start drinking their torpedo variety, which was uh, the first IPA I ever really had and got down with. And um, me and my wife, when we were dating at the time, we used to get that every day um, when we would go out drinking Uh that was that was our beer choice. You were um, able to find it at the restaurants, like bars. Yeah, for a while. The torpedo. Yeah. The torpedo was everywhere in Tucson, where I grew up. Um, oh, really? It was it was everywhere. It was really popular for for a while there, and so yeah, it, it was it was common common to be found in every place. So yeah, we were always drinking those. Um, that's yeah, a, that's a good beer. Torpedo is a good beer. I have that one, yeah. but since we all know it, I'm not going to review it. Um, yeah. But it is a good beer. Maybe if you know we can, I, I have I have the apricot IPA that I want to review right now. But um, oh, that's nice. interesting. That's interesting, Julian. So, so but crazy. Back to this beer. Uh, it's clear. It's got a mild bitterness to it. I'd compare it to a fat tire. It's a typical pale ale, you know. Um, it's got a little bit of a bite, a good flavor. It's balanced, though. Um, it's a little bit more on the bitter side, um, but I think it's good. It's an easy drinking beer. Um, you know, can't go wrong with the original. That's cool. It makes me want to try it because I, I have four beers of the original, and I didn't appreciate it last time I had it maybe, I don't know, probably 10 years ago. I never checked for a Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada Pill Ale, but um, I may have to check for it tonight. I think you'll enjoy it, my friend. Yeah, I think so, too. Let me try the one that we haven't tried yet. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Sierra Nevada. I, I, I've had, you know, the one you're having uh, tonight, Julian, but once I had the Torpedo, that really kind of changed my opinion of, of what they're capable of. 
you know, back in the day when I first had that, I'm like, whoa, this is, this is a heavy beer, especially for that time. But it, it, it's really good overall. I, I really enjoy it. And <laughs> did you have a hard time uh, finding the, like uh, the beer? I actually went to maybe like uh, seven different liquor stores and, and stores looking for Sierra Nevada. Uh, funny enough, I actually had it in my fridge already because someone left the six pack here last time I had people over. So, um, yeah, there was, uh, there was, it was already in my household. So when you say people over, uh, uh, I got to see your Instagram when you had some bears in your swimming pool. How, 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 How long did it take you to get the bears out of your backyard? Uh, they were there for like four hours, uh, but they're in our yard like, I don't know, three or four times a week. They were in my yard last night. Um, they were in my yard the, the night before that. Um, so they're in my yard pretty often, um, well, but they're let, not often in the swimming pool. That's that's a rare sight. Yeah, let me go over and wrestle one of them and we'll go viral. Yeah, man. I don't know. I wouldn't fuck with them. That mama bear looks like she just wants to kill anyone that's going to get in between her and her her cub. So, but is yeah, that called? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh no, no. I, I I can. Any mom would definitely do that for sure. Yeah, I was like, in in one of those videos. I don't have the audio on, but I'm like banging on the window because he's trying to eat my pool vac, and uh, I'm like banging on the window like hey hey and he drops it and runs away and then you just see the mom like her attention goes right to me and she's staring at me and i'm just like oh man if she charges me she's gonna come right through this window and kill me um funny enough i actually had a dream last night about the bears because i woke up in the middle of the night and they had flipped over my trash can and then i went back to bed and i had a dream that the bears broke through my window and grabbed i forget if it was my wife or daughter one of them and I had to get a gun and shoot the bear to rescue my 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 wife or daughter. It was a pretty that, wild dream. It was one of those dreams that like seemed really real, and then you woke up and you're like, "Holy shit!" They thought look, that was a dream. When you have dreams about bears, you got to go into that heavy breathing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's trippy because I never hear about bears in Claremont. I was here. I I lived in Monrovia before I moved to Ontario. And uh, yeah, we hear about Monrovia bears all the time. That's that's a trip. I, I didn't know they they came that low. Oh, they they were in his house, man. Yeah, they were in his backyard. I was like there like a week before drinking, and then I see his footage like like a week after. I'm like, oh, there's bears in the same pool. We were just chilling and jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Wow. They're, they're, you know, it's uh, funny. I've always wanted to uh, encounter a bear. Like I'll go to a remote place on a hike. 10 miles in and never, I've never seen a bear up close. My you wife, don't want to. Yeah. My oh. wife, she should just like drive down to Monrovia. She, her and my kids saw bears and uh, saw a mama bear and the cubs like, like three, four times. Ty, I got the place for you. You should come stay Dude? in my guest room. Just come stay in my guest room, man. You got like, like that. <laughs> a 75% chance of the bear coming. And no it, way. You got a, and it'll have a front row view right out the window of the guest room to them. You'll be like three feet from them. Sounds perfect. All so right. this is the you this is the makeup know. of the this is the Wonderland. It's a nectarine ale. Sierra Nevada. 
and it clocks in at let me get my light excuse me 7.5 percent for an l Oh yeah, it's nice. Better than the than the tank. Yeah, this is much better. This is a well balanced L. Uh, the the nectarine is not overbearing, but you taste it. I, and I like a little fruit in my in my beers, but n never to be overbearing. And this it's a this is a great beer at seven point at seven point two percent. Oh, yeah, I can drink this. I would order this at a bar. Wonderland. I've never heard of that. Where'd you get this at, Bevmo, this variety pack? Yeah, I got a variety pack of the Wonderland, the Pale Ale, Torpedo, and the first beer I brought out. Well, wow. Yeah, and you know what? They're very economical uh, price-wise because it was 20 bucks for the 12-pack. And it's not bad at all. I've been comparing prices on beers that I like versus beers I don't like. And unfortunately, fortunately, I'll say first, Space Dust is my favorite IPA right now. Okay. You, can get, you can get it for 20 bucks for a 12-pack. My, my it's my favorite everyday beer. My favorite beer is from Claremont, and that's 20 bucks for a four-pack. Big difference, right? So this is pretty damn comparable. And, and I believe they had torpedoes in 12-pack, and they had the first beer that I tried in 12-pack as well, along with, nice. obviously, the Pale Ale. But this Wonderland is pretty damn good. It's really fruity. Uh, Julian, Ray, if, if you guys like the Fat Tire or whatever, this is like Fat Tire without the twist of the orange. Really good. Oh, nice. I actually got to go to the Elysian Brewery in Seattle. And it was awesome, man. They had some really, really good beers on tap. So I, if you can ever find a variety pack of theirs, if you like Space Dust, I think you'd like the rest too. Yeah, we've yeah, done we a were, few. Yeah, we had one. We reviewed the variety pack. I, I like Space Dust over all of them. I tried them all. Um, what are the other ones called? I forgot the names right now. But um, Space We're only looking at your chin. Oh, are you? My bad. There you go. There we go. Space dust is just it's, it's it's like a very good just it's a very good everyday beer. Um, I know there are other ones they had. Uh, they have a double IPA. They have a what is it called? Mind, mind something. Mind, mind haze. Mind haze. Thank you. Yeah, they have a couple of, of beers that are really good. Elysian's a very good company, but that space dust for some reason just it just calls my name. It's strong. Yeah, it's, it's strong. It's good. It's palatable. It tastes great. You put that in the glass, and you're 100. Like it's a really good beer. After a run, nice. after working, home improvement job, whatever you're doing, a space dust does the job. The cool yeah. thing about it is I don't need more than, you know, average amount of beers to feel good, eight, and I go to sleep. Eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So right now I'm uh I'm trying the Sierra Nevada big little things Imperial IPA, which is a nine percent. And you know, I've seen this quite a few times, like these different cans, and there's a pink one. I think the pink one's a sour. And Ooh. I've never really knew it, never really like paid attention to them at the store. But now that I know what they are, I'm like, they're pretty good. 
Yeah. Um, this one is good. I don't even taste any sort of like bitterness to it at all. It's a little bit darker than the other beer. Um, but yeah, it, it's good overall. That's good to know. I, I would, de- Which I one would, would definitely you recommend? Like, mm, like well, first and foremost. Oh, it's, it's pretty tough, but I, I would say that I would give, I would definitely get both of these again. Okay. Each one. This nectarine, I would definitely, uh, I, I would definitely uh, recommend it. This nectarine is this Wonderland is pretty damn good, great taste, and a seven seven point two percent, seven point five percent. You can't go wrong. You only need I mean, like how many, Julian? You only need like eight to feel right. Perfect. Yeah, eight's my minimum. <laughs> Otherwise, I feel like shit. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on mute real quick. I gotta run downstairs to grab another beer, so I'll be right Dude, back. All good. So, what's the strongest beer you have in that variety pack, Ty? I believe it was the first one. Really, the Dankful? Yeah, yeah. The first one was uh, where is it at? Um, look it up. I believe it was. It might be equivalent to the to the Apricot. Actually, I, I, I might be wrong. They, they were all seven except for the regular Pale Ale. Which was five point six, and I'm Sierra Nevada has kind of been doing it for a long time. Did you get to the point where he was talking about like he had to go to Germany to get the um, the, the stuff to brew it? No, like he actually went to he went to Germany, bought all the stuff to bring it back to uh, um, Northern California. When he went there, he realized he could get a better hop selection out there because he realized that the um, the quality of beer is important because the seven microbrewers of that time, they all eventually failed like in the nineties. And he was like, okay, so we have to really concentrate on the quality of it. So he, then he brought in the, you know, the, the scientists like to test everything and, and realize that I, I need to get a quality hop that's consistent. So he actually went to Germany for the equipment and found a good hop connection and then brought it back to the U.S., which is really good. Yeah, it, to me, it, it's pretty fascinating because I see it as like you know more than one. Like from from what I saw, his only knowledge was from Europe. He was saying yes. that the only brewery information he could get was from Europe at the time. But like if he knew Spanish, he could have got a lot of information because. The Germans had already come over to Mexico and been brewing beer over there, you know. So it, it it's like a whole different perspective, you know, uh, with no racism involved. But that it's kind of like the the white person's evolution of the IPA that started in Chico, California, for sure. Which could be the West Coast hazy, the things, the the the, the terms that were that we hear about today, and that's exactly what it is because he was saying that. Like recipes were only you, I, to get a recipe. Like there, there was no American recipes, other than a Europe, there was a European recipe and a German recipe for for brewing, and because he didn't want to do the typical pilsner or blonde ale, he wanted to do something different that that he tried. So, did you hear the part where he was talking about his? He had a boy. He had a buddy that's dad that lived next door to him. It was like a, like a brewer that like really took it seriously like he was the only brewer that he knew that like kind of like 
like chose his hops. It was very particular about the hops he chose. And other people were out there. Actually, he gave a big shout out to Anchor Anchorstein for being one of the one of the founders of the microbrewery or crap breweries of today. Um, Anchorstein was one of the ones he was like, okay, if we can do those numbers, we'd be okay. And then they ended up surpassing them in the next three years, like from 1988 to 1991 or something like that. And it was like, wow. I hear about Anchorstein or. You know, you know, you heard about them, right? But I never wanted to try their beer. Yeah, it's yeah. their beers is pretty good. Yeah. What, what beers have you had? Of Anchor Steams? Yeah, I, I'm trying. I, I don't know if I've had it. I think I've yeah, I've had, had the regular. They have a, they have a pale ale, right? Yeah, it's kind of similar to Sierra Nevada, to my mm-hmm. memory. It's been yeah. a while since I've had it, but yeah, I think it's similar. Yeah, it's very similar. And he was kind of like, that was his bar. Like, if we can get those numbers, that would be, I believe it was 60,000 barrels a year, we'd be okay. And they exceeded that in like three years. A testament yeah. to, like, yeah, the, uh, to Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Well, I got my second beer here. Uh, it's not another Sierra Nevada. So sorry for all you Sierra Nevada fans out there, but I only had one type of that. Um, but this one's a local. This is a Claremont Craft Ale. Uh-oh, and, which uh, one'd you go with? It's a uh, Peppers and Peaches Indian uh-huh. Pale Ale. We and, reviewed uh, that one on the podcast. We did a show oh, about did? that one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, let me give you my impressions of it for those of you that didn't get the yeah, Have you tried name. it yet? Uh, Julie? No, I, I just opened it. Okay. I see. Uh, uh, no, so you never tried it in the past? Nope, this is the first time for me. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm, surp- I'm yeah. surprised because uh, that, that bar we go to, Julian, and that I can't think of the name right now. But, uh, um, You're drunk. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, they have it on tap. They got it. House yeah, of House of Pong. Do they have the 70 mile uh, route on there? They use, I thought they only had the grapefruit one on there. Oh, yeah. yeah my, my bad. My bad. It is a grapefruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pepper, peppers and peaches is kind of you know it's like a acquired taste. The grapefruit is stronger. You said you yeah. didn't like the grapefruit though, right? No, I, I like it. it oh, it's good. I don't like grapefruit, but that that beer I actually, I That's actually what like. It was. My bad. My bad. That's, yeah. You, you say that. Well. And oh, even though I don't, so, I don't drink soda really. I like squirt, which is great. Oh, yeah. yeah, squirt or a paloma. So, uh, so let's see. This one's eight point seven percent. Oh no, six point seven percent, and sixty IBUs. So, uh, let me give it a sip. Oh damn! It's definitely fruity. You can definitely taste those peaches, and the pepper kind of hits the back of the tongue at the same time. I like it. It balances out the hoppiness of it. Um, I really like this. It's a well-balanced IPA, I'd say. You still get that bitterness at the end on the back of your tongue. But uh, those peaches and peppers start off on the front of your tongue, and then by the back, it tastes like a pale ale. But it's pretty yeah. easy drinking. Um, I'd order it again. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I bet that's a good one. I like that one. Well, what's the alcohol percentage? I forget. 6.7. 6.7. Pretty damn good. Yeah, man. Yeah, for, I should feel you, pretty good after this. It, when you think of peaches and peppers, you're like a 6.7. It doesn't sound right, but it, it's yeah. good. 
Well, we I think know. Of, yeah, you think of pepper and a beer, you're like, what? Right? Am, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually a woman that left this at my house. And so I didn't even like take a second look at it because it kind of looks, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like a sour or something. I didn't even know what it was. It was at the bottom of my fridge. But uh, it sounds like yeah. a, it sounds like you're being sexist right there. <laughs> no, not at all. I just, <laughs> am I being sexist? He said a woman. <laughs> no, I wasn't being sexist. I was just saying like, I don't know. A woman brought it. <laughs> no, just like. And you waited that long. If a man brought it, you would have drank it that same night, huh? Uh, no, I don't know. I, maybe it's more like the the color of the can and everything. I didn't. I didn't even take a look at it. It was just at the bottom of my fridge. Yeah, I dude. I mean, I, the the peaches and pepper doesn't sound appealing at all. No, it's it no. Really does. That's all I read. I didn't even see it as an IPA or anything. And the can is peach. And it's peach and white and black. Yeah. Yeah. But Claremont Craft Ales makes the best beer I've tried in a long time, hands down. Like the, with the two I like, with the with the with the seventy mile route and the thirty five mile route. Wow, they make a really good beer. They do, man. I heard so. I think their founder has something to do with chemistry as well. I heard he's a chemist. I don't know if that's makes a sense. name. It would or make sense if that's was his previous profession. But I heard he's real scientific when it comes to it and very, very precise. And I think that's how you have to be to be a good brewer. The other yeah. uh, brewery I really like that's local is Old Stump. I find that their beer. I haven't are also tried them yet. Is that, is that the Redlands one? Is it the what? Is that Redlands? Which one's Old no, Stump? No, it's in uh, Pomona. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good beer, huh? Oh, okay. Very good beer. I mean, everyone I know that comes in from out of town. That tends to be their favorite brewer I take them to. No it's, way. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of good stuff, and they have a good variety of beers, too. Good light fruit beers. They have some good sours. They even make their own seltzers, and their seltzers are the best seltzers I've ever had. They are so, Julian, dynamite. are you saying that we should review them next week? In the next Hell couple yeah, weeks? man. We could do it live they, from Old What South. do you think, Ray? There, there's no such thing as a good seltzer, first of all. All right? That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a seltzer guy, so yeah, yeah. I yeah, my... I've become a seltzer guy recently because oh, makes no me way. put on weight. Yeah, I drink seltzers all the time now. Because uh, Julian, I'm about to have to kick you into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, beers put on give me a belly, and I'm that's true. To lose it. That's so, true. Uh, not if you run enough awesome. miles, Julian. Up, I don't up, have time increase your five miles, miles, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wish I had time, man. I wish I had that much time to work out. But like, even squeezing in an hour a day to work out is a difficult task sometimes. I think an so, hour a day is is all we need, and I think we all no. know it, right an hour. But uh, you know, let, let's uh, let's talk about what beer uh, we're going to review, and not next week, but the week after, because this is biweekly. Exactly. And, since it is the Monday before Christmas time, or the closest we'll have before Christmas, uh, I think we should do like a holiday beer, which there's not necessarily holiday beer, but I've seen a bunch of packages that say holiday yeah, or Christmas packets, but they're not necessarily like Christmas beer. I, I don't think there's such a thing, but... I mean, maybe if you go to BevMo, you could find it. But what do you think? Should we go with like a theme? 
Um, I don't know. I think don't we in, in the next couple of weeks after that? Aren't we still before b- before Christmas? After calendar wise, we got. Let me, let me check the calendar, but I believe we only yeah, have. Yeah, I think we do. one week we're, after we're that. We're November 29th right now. Yeah. So then, I'd rather go to another brewery local. I, I love representing our uh, our hood. Let's see. Hey, Julian, do you do you know Arrow Lodge at all? Have you tried oh, I love Arrow Lodge. Yeah, Arrow Lodge is the shit. I've I've been wanting to go there for a long time. Dude, it's, it's really good. I highly recommend it. They not only have good beers, but their interior is built like to look like an outdoor campsite. Yeah, and the owner loves hip hop. Associated, yeah, yes, they've got a lot of hip hop in their names and their labels, and their labels exactly. are super cool. And then uh, the interior of it's designed like an outdoor campsite, so they have like a fake fire with logs around it that you can sit around. Oh, really? And uh, they got some cool old school pinball machines. And then the other cool thing is, if you ask them for their label book, they have a book that has all their old labels in it and they'll actually mm-hmm. give you the labels for free that you can take home and do whatever you want with them. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hearing too much good about Arrow Lodge to not, we need to cover it. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard they have 100%. MF Doom uh, like mural right now. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, nice. they put it in. Yeah, I heard the owner. The owner, interestingly enough, he's, uh, he's he was ex like Comina Mayor. Oh really? Yeah. So he, he just loves brew, he loves hip hop, and he opened up, you know, Arrow Lodge. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, it's funny. I had an idea once to do something similar, and then we went there, and they're like, "Julian, they took your idea." I'm like, "God damn it!" I get that and all the time, Julian. Are you hip hop guy? <laughs> I love hip hop, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Dude, born and raised. Yeah, it's like same. Loved it. So, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to go to the green room and talk about that later. Yeah, man. We'll so, do a whole podcast on hip-hop for sure. Oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> first of all... Me, I promise you. <laughs> first of all, uh, I, I wanted to mention uh, that John said if he sees another uh, pumpkin spice uh, beer, he's going to lose his shit. So, appreciate oh, that John, comment. He commented? Our yeah. boy John? Yeah, John. John's in the room. Thank you for being What's here. What's up, brother? Hey, wait, come on. You better keep... I want to hear his voice, man. What's up, John? Oh, he, John's got the perfect radio voice. And then I uh, just wanted to mention the next show would be December 13th and then December 27th. So, 27th? If, uh, yeah. So, if we're going to do a Christmas beer, we got to do it on the next one. And I'm going to invite John up here. So, let's invite, invite him to the stage. There we go. What's going on, my brothers from Other Mothers? My brothers. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How y'all doing? It's good to hear y'all's voice. I haven't uh, haven't really had a chance to hang out with you guys in a bit. I'm glad you had the chance, man. Good. Yeah. We're just chilling, just doing our beer thing. You know how we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But John, we, I've we, never met you. Hey, but what you it, really yeah. do have a spectacular voice. I'm like, uh, well, really Thank you so I'm much, Julian. and I appreciate that. I don't even have my <laughs> fancy schmancy mic, so that means a lot to me right now, man. Hey, John, uh, I'm, I'm curious about your Sierra Nevada um, knowledge and, and and your favorite beers from them. Do you, can I you... Mean, I've, I've pretty much had all of theirs, I think, oh, have at you? this point. Yeah, no, it's... Um, luckily, Sierra Nevada is one of those, it's, it's you know... Uh, pretty common on the broader scope so even yes. the seasonal ones you 
can pretty much find anywhere in the country. Uh, is there one in particular you're thinking about? Um, no. Have you tried this Wonderland? I have tried Wonderland. the Wonderland. Um, Apricot. Yeah. Ale. Not IPA. Seven point five. It's pretty fucking it didn't delicious. Sit well, with me. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's yeah. I did not sit well with me, to be honest. Oh no. No, it was. Um, I don't know. So, so uh, apricot is a funny thing for me, if, especially if you're talking about blending fruit into your beer. Um, it's okay. it's a really it's a tricky balance, and not everybody gets it right. I will give them a nod for trying something, but I don't think the balance is there because the the apricot is actually itself. So if you're adding it into beer. You gotta figure out the right ratio of adding, like what parts of the fruit are you throwing in? Are you throwing in the pith and the skin that throws in more mm. bitterness, or are you throwing the actual meat which adds more sugars? So I don't know. I don't know, but I'm willing to give it another shot for sure. That's cool. So, what is your best, your your favorite Sierra Nevada? Do do you give them props as far as as a beer drinker? And what Sierra Nevada? Uh, beer would you say is number one just the paleo uh so see near sierra nevada beers are notoriously known for being extremely drinkable it doesn't really matter what they do it's all easy on the palate uh it's not too complex but it's way more complex it can you're gonna find from like you know your uh, standards like uh, Miller, Bud Light, but we're not going to it's not a, um, but you have things like uh, IPA um, they do their PAs. so like their seasonal drinks are actually for, for something that has full country distribution and even beyond that it's, it's pretty good so their standard pale ale is phenomenal. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, obviously, uh, Ty, as you know, my standard IPA to Space Dust, where it's always me. Uh, but their session IPAs, their holiday blends, things like that, they're pretty good. Um, but they should never try in October. Yeah. Ever. I get that. I get that. Even you, though he's you know, been in Germany. You know, no, several times. <laughs> John, you were breaking up a lot, but overall, I, I, I think you know what I heard was they're a good, like, pretty good, like national beer overall for for what they offer. It's like they're like one of the uh, like founders early, of the craft, yeah, yeah, early, early American and, craft and, beer companies, and that's why we chose them because we figured they could be found like pretty much where anybody could be able to get this beer. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that that's good, good to know that. Yeah, that uh, we 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 did a good call, and that's why we're like, hmm, what should we do for uh the next episode? Yeah, I think you all Which need is, to make a trip over here to North Carolina, and I think so give too, John. Tour of the breweries over here. I think so too. <laughs> Actually, John, I want to give same. you a quick side note, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take any much time on this, but I would just. I I just happened to love your Twin Geeks thing. And I had a couple of friends that I know from my city, from my world. I told them to tune into it. 
and they're like, what the fuck? How do these people know that much about it? I'm like, dude, <laughs> because they're like, like, I thought I was a nerd, but no, you guys, it's, it's amazing. Actually, there's a couple things I want to talk to you on the green screen about, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll catch up in the green room later. I'll give you, uh, I don't I'll give you one. I'll give you on one that either, you didn't mention. There's, there's a Twin Peaks in California that you didn't mention. Well, actually, oh, let, let's give John the opportunity. John is a creator here on Fireside. So, John, uh, why don't you tell everybody when they can catch you on here? Um, get, Great. Uh, Ray, you said earlier that I was cutting out. Can you guys hear me okay now? We hear you 100%. fine. 100%. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so I've been kind of quiet on Fireside as of lately because I've been um, kind of building up for some larger projects that is, that's going to have crossover in the Fireside. Uh, a little bit later in December. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am your resident paranormal investigator and nutcase of all things weird and strange and things like that. And uh, I am going to be spending two nights in one of the most haunted houses in this country uh, over the course of the 19th and the 20th of December. So you can tune into that and we'll, we'll give you a walkthrough and we're going to have a Q and a session. We're also going to do a live stream investigation of that, uh, haunted house. And then can starting... we get a quick verbal trailer of like the name of the house. I know the name, but just for the, for the viewers. Yeah, sure. Um, it's Sally, the Sally house in Atchison, Kansas. And it is, uh, one of the most consistently active haunted houses in in, in the country. And when I say haunted house, I don't mean um, goofballs and really terrible costumes jumping out of the walls. We're talking <laughs> about um, real parapsychology uh, studies here. So it'll be interesting. I, I have a backup of a local parapsychology institute. We're going to be bringing in a lot of equipment. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll give you guys a tour of the place. And then if you hang out long enough, maybe you'll see something spooky happen. Maybe? You got balls, John. I would never do that. <laughs> Buddy, if I hey, told hey, you what Julie, I had planned for 2022. Shit, oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if I could, like, do a jiu-jitsu move on a ghost. Uh, I don't know. It's just my thought. Uh, it's I've already yeah, had conversations with some of the people that are coming <laughs> me, with me on this crew. Like, you don't shoot the ghost. For the love of God, don't shoot. Because you're going to shoot your friend on the other side. There you right? go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to deter from this conversation. I'll catch up with you guys in the green room on this. But yeah, sounds good. Going bro. back to the beer, um, Sierra Nevada has a really, really good, even palate for trying to introduce people to things like IPAs or uh, different flavor profiles. They they do it in a really kind of unique way. And and while it's not something that I would stock my fridge with they are making an, a, a legitimate effort to try to expand the palate of American beer drinkers as opposed to just, you know, your craft beer guys, they just go nuts with it. It's like, Let's, we'll hop you until you die or we'll stout you until you die. But um, um, Sierra Nevada really does make an effort at trying to even out the palate, I would say. So that's a great cross for that. John, that's that's a perfect description of what they do. But they've been doing it since 1980, which is even a, a more of a testament to the great product that they have. That's right. Yeah. Very true. Very true. They, they, they've always like, for some reason, 
quality was always important since 1980. And wow, I mean, you're talking about 21 years later, and now quality matters for the past, yeah, what, 10? 10, maybe? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so guys, but before I hop off of the stage, and I'll, I'll let you guys wrap you up, and, and Julian, it was very nice to meet you. I'll, I'll catch up with you on the flip side for sure. But... Um, uh, Ray and Ty, we've been kicking around this idea for a while since we started talking. So the invite is open. Anytime you guys want to come out to the East Coast and try your marathon runs over here, I'll set you up with the right breweries. And um, from the sounds of it, I'm going to be coming out to California a lot more often in the next couple of years. So we can Good. flip that and reverse it. Good. The second you're here, when you have time, like I know last time it was for family. When you have the moment to spend one day with us, we'll, we're going to take you on a treat. We're, we're, all, all the breweries that you talked about, we're going to go to. So okay. I, I, I got to head out to my, uh, I got to head out California for my brother's wedding in August of next year. I am willing to take a few extra days off if you guys want to get together. Perfect. Oh, nice. Enough time in advance. All right, yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah. gives us that gives us plenty of time to find a haunted brewery. <laughs> yes. Can you don't need a haunted brewery? You got me. The damn ghosts follow me everywhere I go. <laughs> oh man, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, I'm going to the because I want to talk about hip hop and ghosts and shit. Well, I'm going to give my closing thoughts real quick before we do. Uh, so overall, I'm I'm really happy that we. Uh, I'm going to be like Jerry Springer. <clears throat> I'm I'm happy we we reviewed uh, Sierra Nevada. You know, I kind of they deserve it. They deserve yeah, it. I, ca- I kind of forgot about them. You know that, but they've Me been too. the OGs for a while. And and Since these 1980. Yeah. I've seen these, and I kind of thought they were gimmicky, but they're they're pretty good overall. So uh, I think I'll be looking for these a little bit more more often, especially this one. That nine, actually, they're both really good. Which um, one do you like better? Is like the lighter version or the Big Brother? Yeah, it's kind of tough. I'm a uh. sucker for the blue hazy. Uh, I ain't gonna oh, lie, really? like that's one of my favorites. Yeah, the baby, the baby. As, yeah, as far as like mm. um, taste, you know, standard fridge stocking. If I ain't got space space dust, I'll go for hazy IPAs. Uh. Yeah, it's. Oh, John, good. did you, did you hear me talk about space dust? And how it's my new favorite beer, like for the past like ever since I've been doing the podcast. I caught that on the last one that you did. Yeah, yeah, oh, I got man. you hooked. I got you hooked. <laughs> Fuck you! Actually, I'm not mad. If space dust is economical, no, you're not mad at me until the pack. third beer. <laughs> it's twenty bucks a twelve pack. It's not bad at all, dude. It's twenty. It's all twenty right, out so. there. Oh man. Yeah, it's like twenty. Twenty before taxes. Oh damn! All right. How much all is right. out there? Uh thirteen. Wow. For a twelve pack. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's, wow. uh, honestly, wow. like, oh, oh wow. for a twelve? Oh wait, wait, a twelve pack? Twelve pack. I'm sorry. Pack. Wait, wait, hang on. You're spending twenty on a twelve pack. I'm spending twenty on twelve pack before taxes. Yeah. Okay, no, screw you, <laughs> because <laughs> uh, because it's thirteen for a six pack. Oh, okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so, you're. Nineteen good. At the door, like 23, 24, something like that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I love it. Guys, it is so great to catch up with you. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you in the green room, green room, all right? 
Yes, thank you, John, for joining us. And uh, Julian, uh, I wanted to also thank you as well for uh, coming on late notice. I've been meaning to let you know for a while, and I know you would appreciate the show being a podcaster yourself. And uh, how often do you do your show, and how often do you have new shows so people listening in could uh, like tune into your? Is it just the tip, or just the just tips? the tips? Just the tips with Austin and Julian. When we first started, there was like one other just the tip show. It's act- it was actually done by the guy from uh, Harry Potter, the like no Harry way. Potter movies. But he hadn't recorded an episode in like three or something years, so we're like, ah, he's not going to care. But then since then, a bunch of other just the tips shows have popped up, so we had to add the with Austin and Julian to distinguish ourselves from the others. But yeah, you can find it on any. Uh, the streaming platforms we generally do it once every two weeks we try to do it every week but sometimes life gets in the way and we and we hit we have gaps but uh to our best ability we we can do it at least every other week so we have almost 60 episodes out there so there's plenty of stuff to listen to and they're all pretty good in my opinion everyone seems to really enjoy it uh, so if you do, please subscribe to it, give us a listen, and uh, I think you'll at least get a laugh and you may learn something as well. Uh, do you have a YouTube channel or just, just on podcast? No, we just do the podcast for now. We, we, we're talking about doing something on YouTube, um, but we haven't gotten there yet. So um, to, be, to be determined, I guess, would be the way to do that. But yeah, we definitely want to do something on YouTube. We just haven't done it yet. And then uh, out of all your uh, Sierra Nevada beers you've had, which is your favorite? Oh, I go Torpedo, man. The, uh, you know, that yeah. one's the one that really turned me on to IPAs. Uh, I have drinking a ton of them, and they don't get old, man. It's a well-balanced beer, I think, and uh, it's really good. I also like that hazy little thing. Um, that's a good one as well. Uh, I've never had the purple can though, so I want to try that if I ever see it. Hey, Julian, have you ever had the purple tape? No, what's that? Raekwon, Wu Tang. Oh, <laughs> come on, man! You're you're switching Ty. topics on me. I know, you're like Ty. Any closing words to our audience before we close it out and go to the green room? Yeah, let's go to the green room, audience, and anyone that enjoyed the show, let's go to the green room. And do we do we decide on the next uh, brewery? Ah, uh, you know, so we're gonna try and go Christmassy, I guess. Um, and you we'll can definitely we'll... get Christmas theme, Christmas themed variety packs. And there are yeah. some beers that are more tuned for like winter days. You know, like a lot of porters and those heavier beers. Mm. We'll definitely uh, yeah geared towards Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true, but yeah. I, I guess we should expand our palate and try the, all that shit that we don't want to try. And Dude, there's some good porters talk out shit there, about I'm it. You. Yeah, <laughs> we can do that. Go to, go to Old Stump and try their coconut porter. I guarantee you, even if you don't like porters, you'll like it. I well, I like coconut enough. Okay, okay. It's delicious. Let's go to the group. All right. Talk to me. Yeah, shit. so... Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us on uh, live stream and as well as in the audience. We definitely appreciate it. This has been another episode of Drunks. we got to count how many it's been. Thank you so much for John for joining us. And Julian, definitely appreciate you coming on. 
Thank you, man. Thanks for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Julian, you're a good dude, man. I can't wait to meet you in person, man. For sure, man. We'll do some running and drinking together. And some bear bear viewing. viewing. Yeah, man. You got got a reservation in my guest room anytime you want it. Awesome, bro. Appreciate that. All right. So I'm going to close it out. And uh, Julian, I'll invite you to the green room.